Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the DMP Sports Show. I'm Chad Fisher, alongside my co-host, Coy Hopper. What's up, brother? How you doing? What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Just fucking, um, you know, trying to adjust to no football for the first time and since when? Like September, since man. Two two weeks. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, maybe we can go into the XFL and the <laughs> USFL and shit. Yeah, dude. I watched, a, I watched like five minutes of that the other day. I just, uh, yeah, I... I want to see like the best athletes, not a bunch of fucking semi-pro guys and shit. You know, we saw Wade Phillips as a coach in the X. Yeah, I fucking realized I saw the interview he did after the game, and I was like, <laughs> dude, he is nothing but like a figurehead for this league. You know what I mean? They like need names, so they got like Bob Stoops, Wade Phillips. You know, and I think I'm like, Wade Phillips doesn't even know what the hell's going on. I don't think. I think he goes to practice and like eats a sandwich, and that's it. Well, I wonder like if it's like because it's uh basically a um development league right that maybe it's like they still get to play in the game but there's not as much stress because i mean nfl or college football is like insanely stressful yeah so that must be the only reason they probably get paid i don't know man 200k i don't even think that dude the coaches oh the coaches oh yeah i would say like yeah 250 150 200 something like that something the players probably like 55 60 grand yeah i was gonna say like 30 40 50 grand and shit but yeah, I just can't. I can't really get into it, man. I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, and maybe like I'll watch like this, the XFL championship or something like that, you know. But well, I don't even know <laughs> any players on the, on the rosters. Do you? I mean, there's like a couple guys like Paxton Lynch. I think is on one of the oh, rosters. Uh, who else? You know, a bunch of guys that never fucking made it. I can't remember who the hell was. There's like two or three other quarterbacks. I think uh, AJ McCarron. You know, used to be with the Bengals. AJ McCarron's in yeah. the XFL. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Call it college star. Yeah, at Alabama. Um, now he's playing. I don't know who the hell he's playing for. The fucking Rough Rider Renegades <laughs> or some shit. You know, like who? The Flames. Yeah, dude. Who could keep the track? Sea, of the Sea Dragons. Yeah, the Sea Dragon. That's a stupid name. That's uh, Seattle. Um. Yeah, man. So uh, a couple things. Um, so we didn't do a show last week. Why didn't we do a show last week? We did that. Oh, sketch. we did. We we recorded a sketch. That's right, why. Yeah. Um, which will be coming out hopefully Monday of this week. That's Sweet. the goal. Hell yeah. Uh, Monday or Tuesday of this week. Uh, doing I'm about uh, I'd say about halfway done with the edit. A little, maybe a little less than halfway. Probably around halfway. Fifty to sixty percent, somewhere around there. Done with the edit. Uh, it's just basically decisions that need to be made on like what we're keeping and all that shit. But funny ass sketch that me and Coy did. We uh, doing a, this little teaser. We did a sketch making fun of the NCAA compliance office and uh, how they are like a toothless organization that doesn't do anything fucking good for the game whatsoever. Especially now, they're I mean they're completely obsolete and they're still flexing. But you'll yeah you'll see y'all y'all yeah. will see yeah it's gonna be good. Our, man. Our be mass amount of listeners. <laughs> yeah. All seven of you guys out there, you know? <laughs> tell your friends, tell your parents. I think I'm four of them. I think I listened to the episode a few times just to boost our ratings a little bit. <laughs> just put it on, like, again, just keep on replaying it. This is going to be like a seven-minute podcast, too. This is fucking great. <laughs> um, yeah, man, so uh, no no uh, NFL, obviously. we got a long way to go until we got NFL games and college games again, which sucks. But I am definitely looking forward to baseball season this year. You and I were talking about this a little bit last week. Uh, It's hilarious, man. Right before baseball season starts, it looks like Valley Sports is about to go out of business. They're filing for bankruptcy. 
So I have no idea. I almost called direct. I called Direct TV today to get my bill lowered. You know how you can do that? You just call them up and complain threaten. about shit. About yeah, stuff. you yeah. just like threaten that you're gonna go to like YouTube TV or name a place. And you they know, did that for you. Yeah, you just I just call up and I'm just like, you know what? This is my my bill is outrageous. You know, we gotta lower this. They're Otherwise, like, I'm going right. to YouTube TV. They're like, hold on a second, sir. I'll be right back. He comes back. He's like, I got six hundred dollars in savings for you. I'm like, let's sign me up, motherfucker. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. It uh, is crazy how easy that is. It's incredibly easy. Dude, there was a nine-minute really phone call. You only do it once a year, though. Yeah. It took me nine minutes, and that was like, I was probably on hold for like four and a half, you know? So they lowered your bill by like 40 or 50 bucks? It was like 60 bucks a month, That's man. That's a lot. Yeah, dude. It's pretty good. Because they always have promotions and shit, and if you call oh, in, yeah. and if I would have kept going, if I'd have kept been like- They would have given you free channels yeah, and shit, too. Yeah. If I, I used to do that. Yeah, they they definitely do. I've done it a couple of times before, but- um. Yeah, if you just have to call it and complain, and if you complain enough, they'll damn near give it to you for free, man. They're just like, fuck it, take it. You yeah, they'll give it, it like a six month, like six months free this. Yeah, they, they do. They'll give you like six months free Showtime and HBO and all that stuff. I'm like, I want the hardcore porn channels, all right? <laughs> I want the mom's fuck stuff. I don't think this is 1987 anymore, Chad. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to get porn from, uh, from Cinemax I didn't know that anymore. that shit exists, does it? Yeah, it there's does, like, yeah, it does. well, there's okay. softcore porn on there. I see it all the time. It's like, like a they, softcore porn channel. Yeah, like they don't show bush; they just show like butts and tits, like Playboy channel. And they don't even show like penises, dicks. Yeah, they're there's just no like, penetration, right? No, it's just like it's I don't even just, think they're fucking half the time. It's I think all just it's, yeah, synth- synthetic licking, and yeah, kissing, which is weird because they got like these hardcore porn artists uh, stars in the shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I just saw that girl doing like fucking some of the nastiest shit you've ever seen, and now all of a sudden she's too good for fucking penetration, huh? You know, like, maybe she—that's <laughs> how you like climb up the porn ladder. Like once you like get there, you graduate. Like, yeah. hey, you don't have to take three cocks anymore. Yeah, you can take half of one. You it's can take down. half of one. Yeah, and then go home and still just have some uh, guy rub his nuts on you and <laughs> without anybody knowing. I don't know how you don't get hard too. You know what I'm saying? I guess maybe you've done it so often you just don't even think about it. You know, yeah. but. Or they put, I think there's something, they, they do that in movies, or they put this thing on your dick. Fuck that. Did you dude. know that? It's like a chastity belt or it's something? Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> an underwear with like kind of like a hard plate, so like... Oh, God. You're not, you know... Even That's though I've hilarious. heard of, like, I think Marlon Brando is really famous for kind of actually, actually fucking... fucking he's like, he's like, look... It was look. kind of against, like, she didn't really give him permission either. <laughs> Last Tango in Paris, look it up. He's like, no, we're going to fuck. They're like, well, actually, you can't do that. He's like, look, I'm a method like, actor. Yeah, I need to know method. what it's exactly, like to get this yeah. pussy. Uh, uh. Yeah, man, so uh, no football, but we do have basketball or baseball starting up. So you and I were talking about this, how hilarious this is, about how ballet sports might be going out of business. And so I don't even know. I was talking to DirecTV today, and after I hung up, I was like, damn, I should have asked them what the hell's going on with my MLB package because they already started charging me for this shit. Oh, yeah? And if I don't get it and I'm paying for it, I'm going to be pissed off. You know, like this is horse shit. Uh, well, I'm sure there's, <clears throat> is there like uh, contingency plans? There's got to be. do the rights? Yeah. So I, 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 uh, I talked I talked to Rob Manfred the other day, actually. No, uh, I read an article uh, with an interview with Rob Manfred. And he said that the contingency plan is for the ML, is for MLB just to straight up do it themselves. MLB network? Yeah. Like for MLB in they general. They have the... <clears throat> capacity to do that? I mean, I guess what they would do is just keep everybody that's employed by Bally Sports, they would just hire that oh, whole I thing. See. 
and basically just act as so like they an get umbrella. Into the TV business themselves. Yeah, so just like act as like an umbrella organization, and they were everything. The only thing that would change is just the name on the checks, but MLB would just keep that same. You know, hmm. <clears throat> I'd, I'd assume they'd at least keep that going for a year until they reassess it and maybe like want to make changes or whatever. But Rob Manfred said that he. Uh, a big issue with fans has been blackouts. That's something you're pissed off about. Yes, 100%. You know? And it is a bunch of bullshit because I've talked to so many people that are Astros fans and that can't watch it here in Austin, which yeah, is crazy. Yeah, you have shit. to have AT&T or DirecTV to even watch the Astros at all. Yeah, see, I'm not poor, so I have DirecTV. Well, I have YouTube TV. <laughs> I'm joking. This is why I get – this is the only reason why I get cable, dude, is because I don't play that fucking internet shit. I don't mess with that. I'm old school – I want to know that the game's recording. I don't want some fucking glitch. I don't want some, uh, oh, sorry, uh, you try to rewind it, you know, to see the last play. Oh, we they skip ahead 30 minutes into the game, and you find out what the score is, you know? <laughs> I don't play that shit. I'm old school. I pay $150 a month for cable and shit. I don't care. Uh, it's one of the few things, like, you know, it's not like I'm going out all the time and shit like that. You know what I mean? I'm a dad, so it's like one thing I'm going to I'm gonna spring for is cable. Yeah. Because I'm not – I want to know, like, when I record a game, it's recording, and I can go home, and I can watch it on any TV in my house. I can rewind it. I can hit the six-second back button and see the last play in an NBA game. I don't have to oh, – oh, it's buffering. Oh, it takes a second. No, fuck that, dude. I'm trying to watch the game. I'm not playing around no, with that I, shit. I hear you, dude. I, YouTube TV works pretty well. It's, in my opinion, the best of the streaming services, yeah. but I, I hear you. I was actually very pro-cable. It's just like, it's just like 50 bucks less, though, man. It's, yeah. But, yeah, I hate, I hate, we've talked about this, Thursday Night Football on Amazon. It's not awful, dude. I've tried it. at all. Last, last, this year, I tried so many times to, like, I was watching the game, and I saw, like, a big play, and I'm and like, oh, I want to see. It, like, it, it stops, and then it goes to live, and so you miss whatever, yeah. whatever plays you miss in between. You miss all that. It's it's retarded. It's dumb as shit. I will not. I don't fucking endorse that. I'll be pissed off if if like uh, the rest of you know sports goes in that direction. And it looks like MLB might be, which is kind of. I mean, I will say this though: MLB because it's not as fast paced of a sport. And it's so regional. Yeah, that uh, the picture quality is actually pretty good because there's not like live action, a whole lot of live action. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like you throw a pitch. It's mostly guys standing around. You know what I mean? Then you throw another pitch, like, fucking uh, three and a half minutes later, there's another pitch, you know? A lot of it's just two dudes, <laughs> like, two old guys talking and hanging yeah, out. Yeah, that's all it is, dude. Yeah. That's, this is a good thing we could talk about, man, since we got some time to kill on the show. What do you think is the hardest sport to announce? I would venture, I would have gone, I'm going to go out on a limb and say baseball, because, one, there's 162 games a year, you know what I'm saying? You got to, if you're, like, a regional sports guy, you got to do all those games, and say that some of these games are three or four hours long. Yeah. And so there's probably, what, like 15 minutes of real action the entire game? So these guys are just hot dog and talking a bunch of bullshit for three and a half I mean, hours. You gotta, you know? I mean, you definitely have to be buddies with mm-hmm. your, your, your color commentator yeah. and shit because y'all are talking like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the girl in the right. There's always the girl reporter. And then she's got like a scoop or some shit. Yeah. Or some like kid that's seventh grade science fair champion that's at the game and like, oh wow, get him a cracker jack box there, yeah. Tina. 
Congratulations, young man. Just won $500 for his college scholarship. <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? That's exactly what it is, man. Yeah. Um, it's it's just, not. It's pleasant, too, though. It's like uh, relaxing, right? Yeah, it's very chill. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Cleveland, the Indians have a great uh, color guy, and that is um, uh, Rick Manning, man. He's an ex-Indians player. Uh, great great guy to uh call games he's always he like teaches you something about the game every time you watch it and stuff right. too you know what i mean so um it's it's great man i, I love listening to rick but uh yeah I, I would venture to say that's like one of the hardest games that and then i would say like maybe like baseball or i'm sorry basketball uh because uh basketball yeah it's just so fast paced and everything like that but um yeah baseball for sure man it's uh especially radio yeah, especially radio, dude. You got like everything. Paint a picture and everything. It's you know? really amazing how those dudes do that. You yeah, know, I think it's like underappreciated almost. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I totally agree. Uh, so, yeah, man. So uh, we got some. Uh, we got uh, obviously we just had the All Star break, and um, we're, it's almost over here now. Um, and so. Uh, you watched the all. You said you watched a little bit of the All Star game, you know. And yeah, so, just complete fucking garbage. Dude. Yeah, dude, just um, awful. I mean, I get that it's an All Star game. It doesn't matter. It's for fun, whatever. But go watch the nineteen eighty six All Star game, even the ninety two All Star yeah, game, yeah. ninety five All Star game, dude. It wasn't like. They act like they can't try at all. Like it's like, oh man, if I play a little defense, that makes me kind of like, hey, what are you doing, bro? Playing defense? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, loser? Like, and it's just such a joke. And then Reggie Miller, which is hilarious, he's like, oh, here we go, here we go, it's on now. And then Candace uh, Parker was like, she's like, this one eighty two, two one eighty two has really helped make the game more competitive at the end. And then it's still like they still kind of like had a shot to come back and win, but didn't because they didn't care. And then at the end, Reggie Miller's like, "How does it feel to be a champion and and get the MVP?" And uh, who was it that got the MVP? I don't even remember. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. And then he was like, "Yeah." And they tried like he held a trophy up, and then nobody gave a shit. It was pretty like it's a little bit like give somewhat of a shit, dude. And yeah. the NBA's already in that mode with you know the. Adam Silver is talking about the load management shit again, and how people are like getting kind of pissed. He's kind of saying go to go to hell with that shit. He's saying like we're not giving up the games because <laughs> they want the money. The you know ten times thirty teams. You know what I'm saying that's three hundred games that the, the NBA would miss. No, out yeah, on. he's not saying they're going to lo- less the games, but he's just saying like no one's going to change load management, and that's just part of it now. And sorry, and he understands how some people would be pissed because they can't see a player in their market when they show up, but. You know, I was listening to it. Like, we went to a Spurs game. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was, we got in, like, very reasonably priced. Yeah, dude. Um, I was listening to Doug Gottlieb and, ah, I forget his other, they were actually guest hosting Dan Patrick. But they were, Doug Gottlieb was going off on the shit that you and I talk about, how the basketball players today are very coddled compared to back in the yeah. day. Because they're, like, AAU and youth league. And they're just, they're basically, mm-hmm. like, their dicks are sucked from the time they're 12 years old. Yeah. And um, they don't really have any, like, um, perception outside of, like, their little bubbles mm-hmm. and shit. And he was talking about that. And then his co-host was saying that he goes, because they live in L.A., he's like, yeah, I took my son and, like, a couple friends, and we went to a basketball game, lost Lakers, right? And after the parking, the tickets, the shit, 
It was two thousand bucks. Well, they they were sitting, and I'm sure this. he had some yeah. good seats. Yeah, and but, but he's like a radio guy. He probably has connections, and it yeah, still costs him two thousand dollars. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Because you, when you and I went, I mean, he needs to go to shittier teams then. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got that was a we, were, we went to a Cavs Spurs game for like forty bucks total for the two of us. It man. Was, I pretty, was like fifty bucks for the two of us. It was wasn't pretty it? cheap, dude. And then Corey and I ended up sneaking down and sitting in the lower bowl for the second half, man. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't even pay for it. Which price. was awesome. Yeah, we paid. That's a little trick, man. Was it like 25 bucks or something? 25 like bucks a piece, I think, is what yeah. it was. And then. Parking was only 20 bucks, <clears throat> split two ways. It was yeah. 10 bucks. Yeah, dude. Beer, it was like, I don't know, it was like eight bucks. Yeah. It wasn't even, it wasn't like crazy prices like you're used to. It wasn't terrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I guarantee you, as soon as they get if they get that number one pick next year, those tickets are gonna go sky high, you know. Yeah, I mean it's like kind of the thing, like women yama. Do you want your team to suck so you can go to the games, or do you want them to be good where it's hard to go to the? Obviously, you want your team to be good. It just, you know, if if you're a casual fan, it, it's harder to go. Or if you're a transplant in another city and you're, you know, like me. I, I I hope the Spurs suck just because uh, that keeps the ticket prices down. If I want to go see like. You know, someone play like Cavs play. I can go go see him for twenty dollars or something like that instead of if they're in the playoff hunt. You know, the Spurs are. It's like you know, a hundred dollars a ticket or some shit. It definitely goes up, man. I went to Astros game this year, and, and you know, the Astros they're content. They won it all, but they're contenders, right? So they were like, man, those tickets were eighty bucks a pop in the Jeez. mezzanine. Yeah, fuck that. Dude. So it wasn't even like because back in the day, I remember going to Astros game with my dad, and we paid thirteen dollars. For uh, wow. mezzanine tickets at the Astro, wow. at the at, actually at the Astrodome. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, <clears throat> back in the day, in the Indians, when in the Indians' heyday in the early '90s and everything like that, they would have all the tickets would be released on one day, and you would have to call in. Back then, there was no internet, you know, so you'd have to call in to get these tickets, like to the uh, the, uh, the ticket office, you know, mm-hmm. and. They would be sold out. Like every single game, every single ticket for the entire season was sold out in like a matter of hours. Really? And you couldn't even get on because it'd be busy. You know what I mean? So it was basically like they would sell out as fast as they could sell them, as fast as however many workers they had there that were able to keep up. They would sell them that fast and you just like, you couldn't get them. And so. Much in doubt, y'all were contenders too. And y'all yeah. went to the World Series. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was when we had a. Great team and Mike Hargrove. Mike Hargrove and yeah. I saw something the other day where he was in a playoff game. He got uh, ejected three pitches into the game. That makes sense. <laughs> that was Mike Hargrove, man. He, Doc Gooden was pitching. I, I watched he was the video. A Texas guy. Yeah, I was, I was watching, uh, and uh, Doc Gooden was pitching, and two of the first three pitches were obvious strikes, and the umpire didn't call him, and Mike Hargrove got went out for a mound visit to do- talk to Doc and in the process started chewing out the fucking home plate umpire and then got tossed. But, uh, yeah, man, that was, uh, that was hilarious. But, uh, yeah, man, so the All-Star game, terrible. I watched like five minutes of it. It looked disgusting to me. Um, it was, uh, I, saw, I saw a video or a picture in which there was, there was eight guys, there's you know, 10 guys on the floor, there's eight guys that were up in one little corner and watching two guys go one on one with each other, yeah. I was like, dude, this is this is terrible. I'm glad I, I turned it on for like five minutes, I think, or I watched it like late that night, like the second uh, go round of it. You know, when they were showing the replay or whatever, I watched like five minutes and was like, this is straight up awful, dude. This is like the worst All Star game. It was just basically it looked like a layup line, is what it looked but like. Yeah, they don't even. 
I mean, it's it's less competitive than practice, dude. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah, uh, I read today that the All Star Game had the lowest ratings in I don't know how long. They were down thirty percent just from last year alone. Wow. Yeah, down thirty percent total. Uh, nobody was, and the people that did watch watched for way less uh, period of time than they did. It's just, it's bull- it's just it's hard unwatchable, to watch. dude. And I do agree with uh, some. I, I think that the, the NBA, if it's not careful, is going to start getting itself into being a very niche uh, sport. You oh, know, dude, they've totally destroyed their league. Yeah, I mean, I mean went, how, how popular was the NBA in the mid nineties? Oh, it's incre- insanely popular, dude. And I know it was like with Michael Jordan and shit, but dude, they just drove that shit into the ground. And it's like it's crazy because right now. The talent level is insane in the NBA. Yeah, there's parity. Mm-hmm. There's different teams that are contenders. It should be like the best mm-hmm. time to watch the NBA. I think uh, what they assume is that people want to see games that are one thirty eight, one forty, and shit. Yeah, and I don't. You know, I want to see games that are ninety six, ninety two, one hundred four, one hundred. You know, something you like that. You have to earn it to yeah. this fucking. Yeah, where you're allowed to touch a goddamn player, dude. Yeah, Steph Curry. Okay. Of course, I'm biased. I hate that asshole. You know, I'm a Cavs fan. But that son of a bitch has ruined the fucking NBA, dude, in my opinion. Because he's such a pussy. You can't touch him. You can't do anything. He, he When he shoots, he flails his arms and his feet out like a fucking, like he's trying to, like, mimic a five-point star or some shit. And so you, as a defender, you can't be anywhere within like a six-foot radius of this dude, like a four-foot radius. So any NBA player in the league, you give him four feet wide open, he's going to make the shot eight out of ten times. Right. And so Steph Curry has benefited from this. As the league has gone, become more prone to wanting offense and everything, he just kind of like, He's just kind of taking over. You can't convince me, dude. And I'm not saying that, like, Reggie Miller was very skinny. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just think that Reggie Miller was a tougher person. As you see with uh, Steph Curry, the guy misses 30 games every single season. Yeah. He's right now, I just read right before you got here, I read that he's missing another week after the All Star break. He's been out for a month already, and he missed two or three weeks prior to that. And so he's very fragile. You can't touch him. He's not physical. That was if you watch the Cavs series in 2016 when we beat them, that was Tyron Lue's coach Lue's uh, mo on Steph Curry. If you watch, they made sure that Steph Curry got hit three times before he caught a pass. So if he's coming, if he started at the top of the key and his, and he's going down yeah. the lane, coming back to the uh, corner three and then back up to the elbow to the uh, wing, they made sure that at least three guys gave him an elbow to the chest. And I watched that, and he would just bitch, piss, moan, and complain the whole time, of course, because he doesn't like contact. But uh, that's that's what you got to do to him. And I think a lot of teams are figuring out. He, he, he's not going to be a guy that's going to play until he's 45. He's not going to be a guy that plays until he's 40. He's not going to be like LeBron. You know what I mean? It's going to be like the stalwart. You know, he'll always be able to shoot. He'll always shoot 35% from three. But you're going to start to see – He'll start missing more and more time. He'll start missing more and more games. He'll start missing, you know, two-thirds of a season to the point where he just can't even – they're just going to, like, hope to trot him out for the playoffs or some shit, you know. And that's practically what most teams do anyway. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and and it's unfortunate because I think you learn a lot about your team during the regular, the season. regular season. As a, as a Cavs fan, I can tell you, man, there's been ups and downs, as there's going to be in an 82-game season. But as you try to integrate and you try to become your best, the best version of yourself as a team, 
there's a lot of things that have to happen in that for that to for that to uh, occur. You have to uh, find out who your best, you know, eight guys are, eight or nine players are, you know. And I think that's a marathon. You know, it's 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 who can hold up, who can, you know, at the beginning of the year, Kevin Love was our sixth man. He's not even on the team anymore, you know. And so things change. He's not on the team? No, he just got bought out, and I think he's, he's just signed with Miami. Oh, I didn't so, know that shit. So, yeah, just, just yesterday or the day oh, before okay. it happened. Wow. Man, he's been there a long time. Yeah, they're going to retire his number they announced, basically. They're going to retire oh, his jersey, cool. as I think they should. I think they should retire him and Kyrie's, of course, as yeah. well, too. Um, Kyrie's still one of my favorite players in the NBA. I don't give a damn. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the NBA man they need to be very careful because they're they can, they're in jeopardy of ruining their league if they keep this shit up and they allow these players to dictate everything. I read and that's what it is too. I think that's one thing people are getting tired about tired of. Adam Silver every year at the All Star break has like this really long open media availability. Where he talks about like basically like the state of the league and shit, right? And that was a big talking point was that people were saying, you know, oh, what about this? They talk about all the big things going on, and he said that he actually thinks that player movement is good for the NBA. And he his reasoning wasn't terrible. He said that it was because he feels that way because it allows teams that need to rebuild. It allows them to do it right away instead of having to wait. Oh, we gotta wait till we get rid of these guys' contracts before we yeah. can rebuild. Now that the contracts are shorter, there's not really a contract that's unattractive to other teams because, you know, say you sign a guy for a four-year deal. I think those that's like the max right now you can do is like four or five years. And so you sign up for a four-year deal. First two years, he's doing pretty good. And then in halfway through the third season, he starts sucking ass, you know. He's only got a year and a half left on his contract. Even if he's getting paid $40 million a year, someone will take that and you can move on from him right away and start rebuilding this year as opposed to waiting another year and a half. And I understand that. I totally do. But the trade request shit has got to stop. It's just like these 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 guys, especially KD, is such a pussy, and he wants to get out of every situation he's yeah. in immediately. Yeah. No, that's – that's. I don't – I'm not against player movement per se, but, like, when they're, like – Yo, they're at the front office. They're dictating to the team what they should yeah, do. Yeah. They're dictating to the game that they're mm-hmm. bigger than the game, which is, I think, the base, like, spiritual problem, if you will. These guys all think they're bigger than the game itself. Yep. And so, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, man. People stop watching. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I know I, because of this podcast, I've been watching a little bit more NBA, but I watched less than I did five or six years ago. Yeah. Because that was, like, my peak NBA. I was getting an NBA. And it just like kind of, and I'm not the only one that did that too. You can look at the ratings. So I agree, dude. I, I hope that they're not, you know, they always talk about China. It makes me wonder if they don't really give a shit about American markets anymore. Like, are they getting all their money from China now? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a fair question. That's kind of just sad because it's like, okay, this is an American league that represents American cities. So. I will say this though. I do think that once we get rid of, I do think that there's a generation in the NBA that thinks this is cool. It's the LeBron, KD, Kyrie's a little bit in there, even though he's only 30. Those guys, those older guys that think that like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm huge. I am the league. I I, I put people in the seats. It's because right. of me that this league even exists. Bullshit. I think once those guys are gone, you're going to start to see a new league take over. And those are guys like Giannis. Who has said basically he wants to he's going to stay in Milwaukee the rest of his career? I think he did say that. And, he, and, he's, the, and if he's healthy, he plays. Yeah, the guy that plays eighty, you know, 
75 games a year and right. shit. You know, he's in, actually injured right now, but uh, he'll be back. You know what I mean? He, 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 I'm sure you know he wants to be out there. Other than, unlike LeBron, who is like, has to take a two-week fucking hiatus every goddamn year. <laughs> Dude, he did that in 2015 with the Cavs. He, uh, after, and I don't even think, I don't even think like a month with the Cavs, he just took like a two-week break and went to Miami and just chilled and, like, got like a sun. vacation? Yeah, it was like a vacation in the middle of the in season. In the middle of the season, okay. Not even in the middle of the season, beginning of the season, like the first month and a half. Oh, he's of the like, season. yeah, don't matter. It's not, yeah. it's not April yet. Let me know. And uh, I think that once those old guards go, I, you know, LeBron, best player of our generation, obviously it's debatable if he's right. the best of all time. You know, that's something we'll talk about, you know, four or five years from now. But he definitely is a, a fucking, he, he thinks he's. God's gift to basketball, man. And I think the reason why people like Jordan better is because Jordan didn't say that. Jordan, he might have said it on the court, but he wasn't going around saying that shit. You know, um, he had a little bit more humility about him, I think. But I think, like, once guys like KD, LeBron, once those guys are out of the league, uh, you're going to see, like, Jokic, you know what I mean, who's in Denver. Right. I, I think he's going to be in Denver probably for majority of his career, if not all of his career. Uh, Giannis, you know, some of these other guys that are younger that are uh, going to be really good and shit too. I, mean, I think Darius Garland's going to be in Cleveland for a long time. I think Evan Mobley's going to be in Cleveland for a long time. Uh, I think there's just some guys that need to get fucking tossed from the league, to be honest. Yeah, I hope I hope the new generation <clears throat> is a little more hungry, man. Um, I know somebody was saying this, dude. You know what I'm talking about? Some um, A younger player. Said that he thinks everyone should play the damn. Yeah, game. Anthony Edwards, man. Anthony Edwards, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there you go. He basically said he was like, even if I'm eighty percent, I'm playing. You know, and that's awesome. That made me like him a lot more too, because LeBron, if he's not a hundred percent, he ain't playing. I'm, of course, I'm sure he's played through injuries and all this other bullshit, blah blah. But for the most part, that guy sits and. There's a couple years ago when he was injured and he was walking into the arena with a bottle of wine and shit. <laughs> like, dude, come on. Don't tell me this guy's taking it seriously. At least Jordan had the decency to get shit hammered in the locker room with no cameras around, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that LeBron just, you know, and, and you could argue maybe he's not totally wrong that it's like, well, there's two seasons in the NBA, right? There's yeah. Like the, play- the playoffs are so fucking long, too. Yeah, they are. I mean, you could argue, I don't know when did they expanded playoffs, but. I mean, sometimes I do think. Yeah, it used to be best almost, of five. Like the first, the first round was best of five. Yeah, and now I mean, now it's what? Now you have the play-in games it's, too. It's, yeah, right? yeah. It's like I mean, four I do teams th- get in the playoffs and don't now. I, I do think this though. I do think that the play-in has definitely. It, it it's kind of curtailed tanking a little bit. Yeah. Because there's now you tenth can, place right is you can still is making make the playoffs. it and. Uh, which is crazy because leading up to this trade deadline, this was actually the most active trade deadline in NBA history. But uh, um, th- this year, most active in NBA history. But uh, going up, leading up to the trade deadline, a lot of people, including myself, didn't think that there's going to be a lot of moves because other executive, executives around the league were also saying, hey, I don't know how many people are going to get moved. It's kind of like once one domino falls, then the rest of them will. And I think they, a lot of that was aided by K- Kyrie and KD getting traded. Right. That definitely was a big part of it, and that definitely set off like it a – It was a huge – it was a huge uh, trade, NBA trade yeah. deadline this year. And so – but leading up to it, a lot of people were saying, we don't know how much it's going to – what people are going to do, uh, if there's going to be any movement, because you got teams that are – 
you know, a lot of the league, there's only like six teams really. The rest of them were, you know, a couple games back of the 10th spot, the play in. And that's how you want to sell progress to your fans. You know, there's a few teams, you know, like the Spurs, Hornets, uh, teams like this that, you know, they're, they're fucking awful and their fan bases know it, you know, but, uh, so they definitely curtailed a lot of the tanking and everything like that, like the overt tanking anyways. Yeah. But, uh, they still need to make some changes, man. This 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 p- demanding trades and shit like that. When you're, the KD's got two and a half years left on his contract, man. You know what I'm saying? And he and he's and he's demanding a trade. It's just, and I do understand a little bit with Kyrie. I can understand that a little bit more. And I'm sure that a lot of that was him feeling disrespected by the Nets right. and the way that they treated him about the vaccine and right. everything. You know, yeah. which a lot of that he's actually, you know. Hindsight now, he looks like he came out on the right side of that, you know, with all the the information we've got now, which I knew. And that was also the city of New York that treated him like shit, dude. Yeah, totally agree. And so I understand that to a degree, but, you know, L.A. would have done the same thing. California is just as liberal, you know, as New York City and shit. And so um, I understand that. Then he wouldn't. That would not have been an issue. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. If he was in Dallas, they wouldn't have gave a damn. They'd have, he'd have gotten our endorsement. They would have tried. Well, they would have yeah. tried. Yeah. But then if he would have stuck with it, they'd say, "Well, because yeah. in Texas, you know, they they never had any. They did still. Don't don't act like Texas is yeah. squeaky clean here, man. But it's um, definitely better than New York. Way City. better. Way better. Or L.A. There's or no some ordinance shit. that says you can't play in an arena. Yeah, yeah. There was none, none of that shit happened here. Or L.A. County or something, but yeah. So uh, uh, I understand uh, Kyrie, and then I I kind of understand KD wanting to leave after that. But KD doesn't have a great track record, man. He's a bitch. He's been a bitch, you know, in terms of uh, when he was with Oklahoma City. The biggest bitch move in NBA history was uh, you know being with Oklahoma City, taking uh, Golden State to seven games, and then oh, yeah, yeah. pissing down his leg in the last two games. And then going and joining forces with them. That was the biggest pussy move I've ever seen in, yeah, in sports history, maybe. Like, instead, like instead of being like, history. fuck, dude, we got to beat these. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to just join them. Hey, hey, let's get one more stretch four. Let's get it. Let me work a little bit harder this summer. We were two points or four points away from beating these guys. Let's make sure that doesn't happen again. No, I'm going to, I'll just go play with them. How about that? <laughs> I'd be like Carl Malone being like, you know what? I got my ass kicked by Jordan. You know what? I'm just going to go to the Bulls. You no, know. yeah, dude, it's it's totally I mean that that whole argument about the old NBA and new NBA. It's people, the youngers would like, oh come on, dude. But I'm like, but it's true, man. Mm-hmm. It's fucking true. That would never happen back then, and then now you do it shamelessly. Yeah, yeah, over and over again. Bronze even said that when his son comes into the league, he's gonna play for whatever team that is. So, like, how do you feel as like a Lakers fan or anybody? You know what I mean? So if he gets drafted by like the Magic, and first of all. One thing that's going to happen, too, is that when his kid does get in the league, he's going to have a list of teams that he won't play for because he's a prima donna bitch just like his dad, you know? We were talking about that with the call, like the, just his college, whoever he's going to be when he plays college ball is going to be mm-hmm. fucking – I would not, not want him on the team, man. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, I wouldn't want him on there for team chemistry. Uh, I can see him going to Kentucky because he'd fit right in there, a bunch of fucking dumbasses that uh, <laughs> think they're, they're better than everybody else, you know? Yeah. And so he'd fit right in in Kentucky, you know what I mean? Which, speaking of, man, um, I I kind of wasn't paying attention, but apparently, like, 
John Calipari, if you really look at his record lately, Terrible. he hasn't really done shit, dude. He's been for I don't a think while. they've won a tournament game in like three years or something yeah. crazy, man. They yeah, got beat by St. Peter's last year. Yeah, were they a two seed? Or yeah, they were a two seed. Yeah, which is hilarious, dude. That was like that's the most John Calipari thing of all time. Yeah, is to be a two seed. People got you penciled in for the final four, and you get beat by a fucking fifteen seed in the first round. Yeah, they did go to the lead eight somehow, but yeah, that was, that was a crazy was run. Insane, but still, dude, come on, you're but Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, but still. you've got five of the top right. twenty five players in the fucking country on your team. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot, and then this year, I mean, they don't even know they're gonna make. I don't know they're playing Florida right now. Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll make the tournament just for their, their name. name. You know, the same with like Michigan State and. Some of these other teams, you know, North Carolina will make it because of what they did last year. By the way, I called that all this North Carolina shit. I called this shit. I said that they would be a fringe coming into the season. I said that they would be a fringe uh, tournament team that everyone got way too hyped up about them last year. They were eight seed last year. Let's not forget this. Yeah. Okay? They, they weren't like they were yeah. two seed or something. They're an eight seed that went on a great run, which happens in the NCAA tournament all the damn time, dude. That's what the NCAA tournament is all about, is catching fire at the right time. You know, you got a guy that, that can, you got a, like a fucking 24-year-old senior that's fucking been, in, been at school for six years, you know what I mean? That's like 5'10", but can shoot like 43% from three. He can carry you to, you know, the Elite Eight or something like that. But uh, you have to be a team, and Kentucky hasn't been that for a long time, and they very rarely are when John Calipari is there. Guess guess who's uh. Guess who's available, bro? Who? Chris Beard. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Kentucky, call him. Give him a call. Yeah, dude. I don't think they'll fire. I don't think they'll get rid of Calipari until unless he wants to leave. <laughs> unless maybe he wants to come to Texas. I mean, he's a just lot like of the hell with it, you know? wanting, or, Well, you know, Rodney Terry's been the Longhorns yeah. are, are tied for first with Kansas. So yeah, it, I think that's bullshit, dude. I don't think he'll be able to recruit. Like, uh, I think that's like Chris it's Chris Beard's, Beard's team. That's Chris I, Beard's I, I team. Mean, Chris Beard's amazing, dude. Yeah, and if, if they they stick yeah. with Roddy Terry, that that's that a whole thing It'll will fall apart to, from start next to year. Out. Yeah, next year. I think a lot of their games too. They've won very close. They haven't been like very you know. They, they are in the Big Twelve too, man. Yeah, very. It's uh, yeah, it's a dog eat dog. Every fucking league. game is like. But I just haven't been super impressed with them. I think that they're they're a team that won't even make it to the Sweet 16 this year. I think they'll get beaten in the okay. second round, first or second round. Some people round. think they're Final Four team. Yeah, we'll I see. wouldn't say that either, but it wouldn't surprise me. They got they got some good guard play. It wouldn't surprise me anybody in the Big 12 making the Final yeah. Four, dude. I think I, can, I think you probably pick six or seven, eight, maybe yeah. even eight teams in the Big 12 that you'd say, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas State makes it to the Final Four. or or Kansas, or uh, you know Baylor, Baylor, yeah, you know Baylor. Like, when Baylor's on, dude, they're they're scary fucking good. Yeah, dude, yeah, they have been. They cool. got a lottery pick and then the potential two NBA players on top of that. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, man. Uh, to put a bow on that, the NBA All Star Game sucks, and uh, <laughs> Adam Silver needs to be careful if he's going to let uh, guys like KD run this league. Guys are going to be out of the league in three or four or five years. You know what I'm saying? You can't let them ruin the goodwill that you have with your fans, that you've established with your fans for decades because you got some pussy-ass prima donna on your team that, like, can't take criticism or anything. Amen, dude. Amen to that, brother. So, um, yeah, man, it's been a good podcast. I think we, uh, we was, we've touched on some of the things that we wanted to. Next week, I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to go through the NBA and kind of look at some of the odds for some of these teams to make the the conference finals and to make their uh, uh, 
you know, make the playoffs and stuff like that, make it to the, or win the championship, see what the odds are for that. And then maybe we'll go through like a little March Madness preview because we will probably by then start to have some clarity in terms of uh, conference uh tournaments and everything like that it should be definitely yeah conference tournaments are going to be pretty fun there's like what four games left in conference right now yeah. i think for each team yeah. for most teams so uh we'll talk about like some of those conference tournaments and stuff like that things are going to ramp like up two here. weeks from now really yeah yeah dude because uh usually it's like the first week of march with the uh, conference tournaments and then march 15 16 17 somewhere around there love for, it, dude yeah it's one of my it's funny i'm not a huge college basketball fan this year i'm a michigan basketball fan and as a dad, I'm still trying to like, you know, I have to divvy my time up accordingly, man. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I can, I can right now I can pick between like the Cavs or Michigan basketball and uh, I'm a little bit more excited about the Cavs. So I've been watching them. I can't watch both right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just being a dad, I just don't have the time and I got to put time in with my son and, you know, Gina and all, all that stuff. But uh, uh, I will say this though, that March Madness is my favorite event in terms of it's the best. Yeah, if you talk about like Super Bowl, NBA Finals, all that stuff, March Madness, those first four days of March Madness are nutworthy, dude. Jesus, I fucking dude, just love all, that. And then it starts at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., right? Yeah. It's just, it's all, it's like you take off Thursday, Friday, or whatever. Yep. You got four days of like basketball from 11 a.m. until 11 p.m. for four straight and days. And then now dude. they put it, luckily you can see every game now. Yeah, yeah, you can watch every single game, uh, man. And which then is, Champ Week 2 is, I think, Champ Week's Yeah, I too. think that, yeah. So, dude, you got we just got like another week, you know, and then we're going to start getting into that. And then after March Madness is over, then you got the NBA playoffs ramping up, you know, in, in April or, uh, yeah, mid to late April. And that's always fun to watch too, man. Once you get out of the first round and start to get like some actual yeah, NBA you know, playoffs are still pretty fun. Yeah, so we do. Despite the fact that football's over, we got some good stuff coming up, and uh, spring training has started already. Yeah, and about six weeks from now, we're going to be having opening day, right? Is yeah. it April April first, April second, somewhere, somewhere like that. Yeah, yeah. so um, me and you ought to try to go to a game this year somewhere, either uh, up in. Dallas, Dallas or, Houston. or Houston or something. I agree. Uh, maybe Houston is because that's your team and they're about the same distance away and shit. But tickets will be a lot more expensive and shit. Well, we can, I mean, unless the Astros play the Rangers too, you know. Yeah, dude, that would be cool as shit, man. Oh, the Rangers had that new uh, stadium. Yeah. Oh, dude, by the way, uh, let me know if you want to go to those uh, Spurs games in Austin in April. The Austin Spurs? No, no. The San Antonio Spurs are playing at the Moody Center. What? Yeah, two games. Oh, really? They're playing um, uh, Portland and I want to say Oklahoma City, but I'm not sure. It's Portland and somebody else. Someone that's not that good. Okay. But I'd love to go see Damian Lillard play, man. I'd love to see that. But okay. Hell yeah, dude. If there's an NBA game going on, remind, you know, 15 rem- minutes from our house, we got to go. Remind, yeah, remind me, dude. That'd be yeah, awesome. definitely will. But a good episode, man. We made something out of nothing. I don't know how we made that 42 minutes long. Shit. Sports is a fucking hey, man. that keeps on giving, bro. Hey, when you're as good as the, these two guys are, you find a way to make it happen. Oh, there's so much to talk about. We didn't even talk about Alabama and oh, crime dude, shit. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nate Oates. That guy needs to be shit-canned. Oh, that, that's God, hilarious, dude. man. Hey, wrong place, wrong time. And of course, yeah. it's Alabama, so you're like, that's the most corrupt school. Yeah. Like They're like, Gosh. It's not like the dude gave him like a... a, a cookie baking sheet you know what i'm saying it was just like oh i had no idea what he was gonna do with it he gave him a fucking weapon dude dude it sounds you know more like it wasn't even like like he knew exactly what he was gonna yeah do with it. yeah i'm I think sure he was he even involved in like 
uh, blocked her car. Yeah, from blocked leaving. her car. Yeah, I read that today too. And it sounds like he should have been charged with, you know, conspiracy or something. Yeah, or, or accessory, murder. accessory or that, I mean, that to me, that if you want to know what SEC is, that's that's the definition of the SEC right there, dude. <laughs> and then they just released a statement. I think shortly before you got here. Uh, basically doubling down and saying that they're not going to suspend him, they're not suspending the coach, and basically telling people to go fuck themselves yeah. if they have a problem with it. Yeah, because the there's no charges. And this is what's going to be funny is that, like, you know, if even if you – first of all, they're not going to win. They're, they're going to be one of those guys, teams that get beat by a 16 seat or some shit, you know? I don't know about that. I, 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 hey, everyone thought Virginia was amazing too when they got their ass kicked. But I'm just saying the SEC is not that tough for them to be – as good as they are in that division, like whoopty shit, man. Iowa State beat the shit out of Alabama, dude. Oh, Oklahoma did. Oklahoma, I'm sorry. Oklahoma, they're not even making the tournament this year. Oklahoma's, yeah, we just beat Oklahoma yesterday. Yeah, they're terrible. So, uh, um, I, I think they're going to get beat. I don't think they're going to make it out of the first weekend. Um, and I think that even if you if you do make it that far, there's going to be an asterisk besides that. Beside that, well, it's going to be interesting to see. Well, I guess Jim Nance is out. I was gonna say Jim Nance like dancing around the. Uh, he's like, oh, that <laughs> sucks, man. That's the, he's he, the, yeah, he's not he's doing it this year. Last year was his last year. Yeah. I thought this was his last. Oh, is this year. his last year? I hope so. I hope so too. Hopefully so. But Iron Eagle is the shit too, dude. Iron Eagle is amazing, man. Have you listened? You've obviously listened to him call games, but Iron Eagle. He does a lot of the Nets games a lot of time, man. Oh, and okay. I don't even like the Nets, but I'll listen. I'll watch the game just because I like him so much, man. He's really good. Really, really good. Okay. Mark Jones is pretty good too. ESPN. There's a lot guy. of good. There's a lot. There's a lot of, of really good announcers. Yeah, right now. But all right, brother. Good ass episode. <clears throat> uh, we got a lot, lot to talk about next week too, man. So uh, we'll get into all that. But we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please tell your friends about the show. For uh, next week, we got another great show. I, I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see. I'm not saying great. It's going to be decent anyways, you know? We'll have some shit to talk about. Yeah, for sure. But uh, good episode, brother. Thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, for sure, man. We appreciate you guys listening. Please tell your friends about the show. We'll see you next week. Peace out. Peace.